Hello, friends of Bunga. This is BungaCast. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Global Politics Podcast at the end of the end of history. We're recording this on Friday, the 9th of September, and I am on this date, Alex Hochuli, as is George Hoare, uh, very much George Hoare. I think so. Uh, I can confirm this yeah, is the case, good. indeed. Uh, and Philip Cunliffe, I think, is also uh, himself, although seemingly a, a slightly more irate version than his usual self, Phil. I'm here and I'm very calm. I'm not irate at all. But as you should know, Alex, when you accuse somebody of being irate or suggest they should calm down, it's one way to aggravate them. But thank you for having me on the show. No, good. We're, good. we're delighted you could join us. <laughs> all right. So, Phil, today we're talking about Gorbachev, the death of Gorbachev, uh, a 20th century figure. Phil. Yeah. So we, funnily enough, I mean, we've been planning, obviously, to do something on um, Gorbachev's death for a while. And then uh, just as we got to recording, uh, the Queen, the British Queen, died in uh, the last uh, 24 hours, um, which I guess at some level, and we'll do, we'll be having a separate um, episode uh, reflecting on um, her death and also the funeral arrangements and the public mourning and what have you. But I thought it was, uh, I mean, I suppose it's not inappropriate in one sense, at least, given that um, they're both uh, iconic 20th century figures um, and very much I think their deaths indicate also the not only kind of all sorts of, um, you know, have all sorts of symbolic resonances for the country's concern. But I think also with them dying, you can say the 20th century is definitively coming to an end. Yeah, I mean, it's, this is basically a, a Bunga miniseries on death. So we're taking a dark turn. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I have got a theory, actually, that um, famous deaths especially like politically important deaths, even if they're of old age, uh, a company or even presage um, tumultuous moments, you know, those uh, weeks where decades happen. Because as we put it in, in our book, even, you know, 2016 saw all these kind of famous deaths, many kind of, you know, cherished celebrities and, you know, famous people like Muhammad Ali and uh, I don't know, Nancy Reagan died. I can't remember who else anyway. And then, of course, you got Trump and Brexit um, or Brexit and Trump to say them in the correct order. And it just feels like one of these moments in uh, in 2022 as well. Uh, Gorbachev dies, Queen dies. I don't know. Maybe it's just me being um, on edge about the Brazilian election. So that makes it makes it feel like a much more charged atmosphere. But then you got the energy crisis coming in Europe. So, you know, things are happening. Two two swallows do not a summer make, though. We've only had two. We haven't had any any Bowie type type uh, cultural figures die Touchwood um, so far this year. So I don't know. I I, I see what you're, you're more saying, spit though. than swallow. Okay. Um, anyway, I, back back to you, Phil, to <laughs> to to get us into the actual meat meat of the discussion, not the uh, amuse bouche of these puns. Yeah. So the um, Alexi Alexian puns rather than Georgian puns for a change or jokes. Anyway, but the so. An iconic 20th century figure, but also I suppose maybe this does connect to um, the nonsense that Alex was just spouting. It connects, I suppose, in the sense of the Ukraine war, um, in the sense that you have a genuine kind of catastrophe and the extent to which Gorbachev's um, failures, his political failures, are um, well, the Ukraine war and the crises around it and Putin's regime in Russia are a consequence of his political failures at the end of the Cold War, the way in which his specific role in managing or failing to manage the end of the Cold War. So there is a connection. And also the failure, obviously, to meaningfully democratize Russia 
as well as the legacy of conflicts that came, um, the legacy of conflict, territorial and border conflicts that came in the wake of the collapse of the USSR. So, I mean, in one level, it's difficult to understate the significance of Gorbachev's um, death, I suppose, in terms of the fact that he's the last premier of the USSR and as such, the last um, public political figure or, um, well, the last uh, po political leader who has a direct connection, I suppose, to the Russian Revolution and its failure. And so to that extent, I think, you know, reflecting on his death uh, is useful, I think, for um, for anyone who has an interest in the Russian Revolution and for anyone on the left. So to kind of hook the, or rather to structure what we were going to chat about, um, there's a very good piece from a few years back now in um, the London Review of Books, which was a review by Neil Asherson of a review of a biography of Gorbachev by William Taubman. And this was published in the book itself um, was published in 2017. And the review came at the end of that year. And Neil Asherson is uh, one of the LRB's, um, their in-house commentator in Eastern Europe, and was very well traveled around Eastern Europe and the former USSR during the Cold War. And one of the most important things, I think, which come through in the piece was the way in which all of Gorbachev's efforts at the end of the towards the end of the USSR, all of his efforts ended up undermining the power which he needed to affect the changes that he wanted to affect. And so on the one yeah. hand, he was supposedly kind of rely or seeking to reform the USSR in a democratic direction, but required could only rely upon the decayed remnants of a hostile and suspicious part political party whose power he was trying to constrain, but whose power he needed in order to effect the changes that he wanted. And obviously at the time he was constantly squeezed by the diehard Stalinists or Stalinists on the one hand and the radicals on the other who didn't, um, who constantly wanted him to go further. At the same time, you had the kind of the national movements um, that were breaking through. And one of the points that Asherson makes, which I think is important even to this day is um the fact that it wasn't just kind of independence movements in the Baltic states or in Ukraine that were tugging at the you know tugging the USSR apart, but also in Russia itself, as Yeltsin was mm. um, asserting a Russian national interest that was separate from that of the Soviet Union. Yeah, I think it's worth maybe just at this point at the beginning spelling out what the mainstream Western narrative is on Gorbachev, just so we can then, if we want to try to puncture that. Um, you know that we set out on the, on the same from the same platform, and I think my my. I'm just curious. Is, I'm just curious. So before you talk about it, Alex, I'm just curious because you guys are um a bit younger than Bunga Daddy. Do you guys have any memories of Gorbachev from the end of the Cold War? Hey there, you've reached the end of a short excerpt from an episode that's been released only to our patrons. If you'd like to join us and gain access to around two Patreon exclusive episodes a month, please go to patreoncom bungacast We'd love to have you.